Speaking of words, there's a word asshole. There we go. And then there's also a word mayor. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and asshole applies. We all have them. And you know how you know when you can see an asshole? Because they do, they do shit. Oh. Oh. And you know what's happened? She vetoed amendments. With really, really poorly defined. Okay. With really po- just stupid arguments. Logic? <laughs> and it's not logic? Oh, did it's you? because we anti- don't want to fund It's anti-logic. <laughs> it is. Yes. We don't want to fund. I just want to pull a quote. Uh, Stothard said she vetoed the creation of a city health director because a rare pandemic does not necessitate... A rare pandemic does not necessitate a new position. Okay. I am shocked that city health director is a new position. That's wait, so that for starters. Like what what's happening? Also, when you're in Couldn't a rare like, pandemic, yeah. do, do, I mean do, do we not think that like the very definition of something that is rare and impacting your city should qualify you to look at your budget and Think about where you're spending money and ta- and talk about how you can better serve the people in your community. Sometimes I think questioning people's logic doesn't work, but then I think... Oh, no. And then I just think, like, sometimes, like, low-hanging fruit like this, it's like, you're also using the argument that thousands of people die of the flu every year, so why should we care so much about COVID? And then you don't want to have a city health director because we're in a rare pandemic, but yet diseases kill thousands millions of people every year so uh, so maybe we should have a health director for all of it yeah all the time oh wait or even i mean even simpler like when they had one night of protest they found a whole bunch of new folks to fill in some jobs then yeah we have no problem with funding violence uh to protect private property to protect uh, capital, but when it comes to actually like helping everyday people, all of a sudden it's insane to think about spending any kind of money. So this is Melee Discussions. This is where (laughs) we use our uh, humanity and our opinions to discuss the headlines that we just talked about and maybe bring up other stuff that we weren't able to on the show mm. because melee unfortunately can't be everything because we have a small crew mm-hmm. but thank you for listening and i'm josh i'm leslie and i'm jeff and yeah so we're talking about the budget you heard it it's real real silly we've been talking about it for a while we've talked about it from yeah. the highs to the lows and we're right. now back at a low point it's just one of those things where it's constantly just frustrating because people are mobilizing, we're organizing, we are bringing very reasonable Request. requests <laughs> to our elected officials who are supposed to be working for us, but, you know, we've known that it, historically that hasn't really been the case, but... And recently have been, like, actively not doing it. Yeah. Just, like, almost out of spite. Yeah, it does feel a little spiteful. But this it does... It feels spiteful. Yeah, it feels like in this moment is the time to be talking about this and to be really pushing for... for if you want to be an elected official and and have a functioning society, you have to listen to your constituents. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I hope that we can keep pushing the needle that direction. I, feel I, just, so I do. Yeah, yeah I, I do want to. Like. I do want to talk uh, a little bit more about um, the hurricane and the fires too, just because. Yeah. I feel like climate change. Climate change. And you people. know, it's it's losing in a lot of ways some focus right now for just reasons because we have a lot of momentum happening and in different movements that need that momentum, but definitely keeping climate change in mind because it's part of that movement. Because as I said before, the, the town that I grew up in that fortunately didn't get destroyed as much as I was expecting. Um, uh, but other neighborhoods that have similar communities definitely did. And a lot of those communities are, are poor black communities on the coast and in the South and, and in the hometown I grew up in, you know, when hurricane Harvey came through, put the whole town underwater, you know, and these are the people that have the hardest time recovering. Like even my, my family, like, um, they lost their job, you know, because the place they worked at got flooded and never reopened really. And, or at least at the level that it was before. And then, right. They had to spend tens of thousands of dollars to get their house fixed from flood damage. And it took them months of like living in a, you know, travel trailer in their mm. front yard. And, and so it's, I just imagine that rebuilding over and over and losing your job mm-hmm. and f- really feeling like hopeless. hopeless. Yeah. I mean, you, you and you want your community and your country to come to your aid mm-hmm. and for them it's like almost biblical you know it's like yeah. you know the water comes in and washes it all away it's like what do you do now you start a new life like you got to just start all over i guess you know if you're looking with enough. what you know i mean because you're like yeah with nothing basically <sighs> you know you could you could wait for years for a government aid yeah years for yeah and, um, and not to mention those communities like you know we even know people here personally that are whose families had a hard time ever recovering from the financial crash of 2008. Right. And then on top of that, all the weather from that since then. And, and like, I can't imagine having to go through another, I guess people, particularly people in the South, but like people from new Orleans, they got scattered all across the U S after Katrina. Yeah. You know, we ended up with a bunch of those, a bunch of them came to my school. I went to North high. They, a bunch of them showed up there, but it's like this, they're not the only ones, and it's kind of been consistently happening ever since Katrina. An area gets flooded out so much, you just have to send the people where there's dry land. Well, and this year, then, we're in another unique position because we have a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily corral people yeah. in into shelters, shelters and things, you know? So or you like have super domes or malls, right? you know? Well, I know one of the evacuation orders were like, if you can afford it, get a hotel or stay with family, family because yep. right. you don't want to overcrowd the shelters. But, but also like, we're, for again, some we're people talking just about people who, who can't yeah. afford these things. Well, right. for some people just like having gas to leave town is like a struggle, yeah. right, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and that's just something that hasn't, that our society, the way we're set up, just hasn't ever dealt with. No, yeah. no, but and but it actively but made it cycle. worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a cycle that we're in. Yeah. So we need to pay attention and deal with it. We need better systems. And if you're watching, like, if you're really like watching, like, particularly like the news and like the science, or not the news, but like the weather and science side of it, 
it's super distressing because we're talking about a storm that went from like category one tropical storm to category four, which is just under the worst, the worst storm I guess you can have in less than 24 hours. Like it was not, it never stopped. It just kept moving and kept getting huge. Like we had, didn't we have a couple of hurricanes last year that were in the Gulf of Mexico that started out as tropical storms and then all of a sudden were category threes, fours. I mean, within the last few years, we've had Puerto Rico get decimated. I was just going to say, yeah. Which, you know, we don't acknowledge as a no. U.S. territory and that we're colonizers still there and they don't right. have all the rights of <laughs> American people, even though, anyway. That yeah. needs to be addressed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but come on. Like you said, what a cycle. I mean, this is, you'd imagine it just gets worse. You know, like mm. next summer is going to be more of the same. The summer after, or maybe this rest of the year. I mean, like as waters get warmer, at some point you're just going to have like constant, cycles of constant storms like it's not like once a month or once every couple two weeks it's going to be once a week you're gonna have a major hurricane or major situation happening yeah Yeah. and these economies are getting destroyed Mm -hmm. i mean puerto rico's not hasn't hasn't recovered what about cuba what about them i mean they're like right in right in the mix they have to be having they have to have some issues there we don't i mean we don't know because i don't know who reports on cuba i i need to do some more research yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know either um I I also want to mention when we're talking about wild weather, one thing that we kind of missed talking about, which we all knew about and it was all in our heads, but was the windstorms that swept through because we felt a little bit of it here in Omaha and like, you know, a tree fell on my like neighbor's car and, you know, put our power out and I was on a bicycle that day and had to hide under a bridge because right. I <laughs> literally almost got blown off my bicycle. I mean, but in Cedar Rapids, just down the street, you know, basically... Um, a few hours away but um cedar rapids got destroyed by this like unprecedented just like wind gust that just like knocked it down a bunch of buildings and and the wind gust we think was it was an out out gust an outburst of another storm system right so basically the storm system popped up and got so strong that it pushed out all that other air and we got a windstorm from it Mm -hmm. it was just a shock wave yeah. It wasn't even yeah. an actual storm. Right. I, it was wild. It wasn't. It was so wild. I saw clouds coming in and I was like, oh, maybe I should turn around. So you're like, whoa, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of like rain or, yeah. you know. And then I turned around. I was on my bicycle. I had a tailwind and it was going like 30 miles an hour. Like, I bet. Going and that was kind of fun. But then all of a sudden I turned a corner trying mm-hmm. to get to my house and I had a headwind and I could barely move. Yep. And, and then I came from the side and I like literally almost got blown off my bike. And yep. And we didn't even get it nearly as bad as Cedar Rapids, no. but apparently Cedar Rapids got really hit, yeah. and it's very sad. <laughs> but this is on like top of like or something. We just had historic flooding all over Iowa, mm-hmm. and not too long ago. Yeah. And these things are all culminating, and they all have to be tied together. They all have to be told as a story together, so we can understand and move forward mm-hmm. and do something about it. The impact, but because these aren't all isolated things, these no. are all. I keep hearing this was a hundred year storm when Harvey hit my old my hometown. Yeah. You know, right. uh, this was like a hundred year storm. There's mm-hmm. never been this never been a rain like this before, and like, right. and uh, and now every yeah. few years you're breaking those records. Every yeah. few years, like you just now it's year. like there's another fire, there's yeah. another hurricane, there's like another there's like a wild mm-hmm. windstorm I've never even heard of before. Right, we're Daracho. coming up with new names. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's. Words are being invented. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess to wrap that up, since we're we're moving into the Midwest with Iowa and Nebraska, all the states west of us have are on fire. 
you know, the earth, things are dry, mm-hmm. things have been droughty, uh, lightning storms are popping up, and that's what started the fires in California, mm-hmm. uh, lightning storms. So you have these lightning storms pop up, or you have these droughts, and you have this extreme heat, and you get massive fires, right? Like, and remember, ash doesn't go anywhere. It just goes up into the air. You know, all that stuff just, just stays in the air and just goes in a cycle. It Further reducing our air quality. Right. So we've had the major uh, Amazon fire. We had Australia burn, mm-hmm. right? Now you have California consistently burning. Colorado is having some major fires. At what point does the earth do the thing like it did in the past where it's like, oh, well, we've had so many fires and, you know, fire pollution in the air that now it's just going to be cold. Now it's just going to be cold and cloudy, you know? It's, I mean, like, I think I'm a, we have a lot of social issues. We have a lot of racism. We have a lot of, like, uh, I guess, government things that we really need to get a handle on quickly. But it's almost paramount we get a handle on them before climate shift. Because mm-hmm. I think we're, I think we're really in the middle, like, in the middle of the beginning of climate shift. Like, yeah. that's why it's getting more frequent. It's like, oh, shit, like, we have a big storm again. Well, yeah, and and the racism, the classism, the the uh, individualism, you know, that a lot of us grew up with or whatever, like these are things are tying into that because, you know, again, it's always the poorer communities. Mm -hmm. It's always the, you know, the people that are especially in these areas that are, they're the ones like surrounded by the petrochemical plants. Like I can't like, you know, they're the ones that are in the industrial kind of areas and then. It, and then in other countries, like we go to like our companies in America, oil companies or whatever, go to like other countries that are poorer and like, you know, Textiles. pollute their water and, yeah. and like kill mil- like thousands of people. And yeah. like, I mean, look at the textile it's industry. All, yeah. It uses outrageous amounts of water and it pollutes everything pollutes that it touches. Everything yeah. around Everything it, it touches. Oh. Well, in, in Brazil, we had those fires that were mostly from animal agriculture oh, from, cl- yeah. from clearing land for cattle. Yep. So, um, so just like our, uh, our propensity to um, just try to make as much money as we can. And to use up all of these resources and yeah. abuse our land. And so I really think the root problem is, you know, capitalism. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's important to be named because I think that when we prioritize profit mm-hmm. over everything else and economy over everything else you know everything else just gets put aside yeah also super quick on the amazon fires uh the amount of fires that burned in the amazon during the height of the burning permanently depleted the amount of oxygen that could be put into the atmosphere so that's something to put in your pocket and take with you when you can't breathe you'll remember oh because of the cows and now we have a when you're crying well, about how terrible the is. world is and you can yeah. barely catch your breath. It's like, oh, I, I know why. why, you know. At least there's a reason for this watch. Like, there's a reason we can't catch our breath now. But no, it's, I don't know. I am I am kind of like, a, I'm kind of a doomsayer, kind of like a conspiracy guy. But the, it seems that my conspiracies are not nearly as crazy as I want them to be anymore. Because they almost uh, seem It like almost like, is like we're coming back around to like a, a version of this being life. When these people... These CEOs of these like major oil companies, these you know CEOs of the giant you know meat conglomerates or whatever, uh, when all these things are happening, you know their number one 
constituent, <laughs> the number one people they have to please are their shareholders. Because yep. if they don't, they can be kicked out of their companies and the shareholder, you know, like Great. a CEO can get kicked out of his company if he tries to do too much good and like puts the financial interests of the company at risk. It almost clear. happened at Costco. All that shit's fake. Like all that CEO, all that kicked out of your company. Like what about my money? Da, 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 that shit's fake. Like not being able to breathe is real. Yeah. Not being able to live because yes. there's water everywhere is fucking real. Burning yes. in your own home is very real. Yeah. But the yes. point is, is like those people are not the people that are getting the brunt of the, you know, they're not the ones who are living around their oil refineries. No, 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 no. no. And, and the system that we have set up and yeah. we're trying to like rely on these giant companies or, or these very rich people to help us. Mm-hmm. And... That's they just won't. That's I mean, that's not ever going to be a reality. It's so weird too. It's like a blatant there's like a blatant inversion to like, no, I don't want to help anybody for any reason. It's like, dude, if you how you can help a lot of people and not you would never really know. You make that money back in residuals. You make that money back in residuals. And they're like, nah, those people just want some free shit. That's like, no, guys, we just want to live. We just want some food. You know, we just don't want to die. You know, terribly. Oh man, I wanted to kind of punch Elon Musk because he posted a picture of Karl Marx and me, <laughs> and it said, oh. and it on the it was like a meme, and it said, "Give me that for free," and I was like, "You don't even understand what Marx what? said." No, Marx never said, "Give me stuff for free." No. He said, "If workers are going to go to work mm-hmm. and they're going to use their bodies to produce profits, they should own the profits." Yes. Yes. That's what he said. Because right. without them, it, nothing comes. You know exactly. Because like, if we and the NBA is proving this right now, this is one thing that I really wanted to touch on actually, and it reminded me because the NBA, the like the, a lot of the mainstream media saying NBA players boycotting NBA. No, this is a labor strike. Yes. Right. It's vastly different because this is what power we have. Mm-hmm. If the NBA players do not play, the NBA is gone. Yep. It's right. shut down. If That's cashiers at a grocery store walk out. That's it. No one else in that store except maybe one other person who like used to be a cashier can mm. run the cashier. I right. know this. If if every cashier That's I worked true. with at Whole Food uh, at Whole Foods walked out, we could have shut down the store that day. Well, they sure. would just call it a food pantry because we're just gonna take it. And like this is this is why it's I'm important. I'm kind of interested in seeing that happen. I know, right? I'm actually really interested in seeing that happen. Keep on living. I think you'll yeah. see yeah. it soon. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that's, that's what's funny, so. In, <laughs> but I think that's what's so inspiring about the NBA players doing that is because they're just like, you know what? I'm sick of seeing my community get fucking killed, gutted, and, and then they're gonna go on strike and they're gonna try to do something about it. And and I think that that's important lesson for people to learn. Even more important than having a sports hero is like having a sports hero who is taking action and right. withholding labor to invested prove in the a community. Point. Yeah. Oh, unless we forget the WNBA has. Always. Also the WNBA, yes, yes, They've yes. been standing up the whole time, and they are still doing their thing. Um, and they, they do get – I mean, they are the WNBA, and they do get looked over often. But there's never been a time that they were not in step with the social activism front. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm good Yo, on the props. WNBA is yes, so Yes, thank you for important. bringing that up. Yeah, thank I really you. appreciate yeah. you calling me out on that. Hey, no, problem, no problem. No, it's important. It it's yeah. important. You know. I mean, um, I'd be honest. I just start like kind of looking at the. I don't really watch a lot of sports, but I do watch some. I do watch some basketball. So I, I just started watching like the WNBA and like seriousness, and it's literally because it's much easier to find now. Like it, it plays on like prime time. I'm like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I guess I'll watch it. But I'm glad that they're 
finally getting the shine they deserve. Yeah. I've actually been, because I'm a fan of cycling, I've been watching a lot of the women's pro mm-hmm. cycling, and, man, it's actually, like, I think because it's still a little more scrappy because they don't have as much funding, it's, mm-hmm. like, way more exciting to watch because <laughs> oh. people you've never heard of all of a sudden are winning, and you're like, oh, my God, this random person ah. is, like, up front. Yeah. <laughs> are you ever seeing, like, women's soccer matches? They, I feel like I watch women's soccer matches, I watch men's soccer matches, and those men are too soft. Because those women be taking full oh, kicks to the yeah. chest. And well, they're like, I think oh, no, I'm fine. It's like, no, you're going to die. You need to get off the field. <laughs> soccer match. Those, those guys are always like, I, look, it's, there's so much theater in there. A guy gets close to them and they like do a backflip like, ah, my face. It's like, yeah. they can't even touch you. You know, like, yeah. you can't even look like that. But women, Whatever. like, they get a full shoulder to the to the face and they're like, mm. nah, cool, no, it's cool. Fine. It's cool. It's, yeah. I got this. Wow. I've never watched any soccer before. So. They get crazy. I, that is the, that's the. Like the one sport that I've wa- like paid attention to yeah. in a brief moment in time. Soccer people <laughs> are possibly better drinking friends than like American football people. Because American football people get real, I mean, soccer people get angry. But American football people get like angry and sad. Where soccer people, <laughs> like, they get angry. They get angry. They just get really excited. They're like, it, ah! get, it gets angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think that it's different in Europe in cycling, but those people seem to party. And in Belgium, like, cycling is huge and they, yeah. they love it there, apparently. It's like huge. It's like they go out and drinking and eat french fries like that's except they're not called french fries. You know, they eat freaks. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but, you know, they drink lots of beer. But it's funny because in America, pretty much all the races are in Europe. So you have to wake up at like 5 a.m. to watch them. So I feel like watching cycling is like coffee time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, I'm, I'm back, guys. The cat came back. <laughs> all right. Well, is there, let's, you know, I want to move on to some happy stuff. I like Okay. Because uh, yeah. the we, world is a mess. Yeah, um, I just want to do like a quick disclaimer. Yeah, of course. We're not going to do a long discussion on Jacob Blake's situation or the Kyle Rittenhouse situation because it's, first of all, everywhere, and it's more of the same. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's not a whole lot, I think, that can be discussed about it. You got... Not a lot for us to add. At not a lot to, to add. Point, yeah. the, the one thing I, I will point out that was just made me want to punch a hole in the wall was you know somebody posted like a side by side with Tamir Rice yeah. and yes. Kyle Rittenhouse, and it yes. was like Tamir Rice playing in a park with an airsoft you know gun. And the cops up. roll up and just, just shoot him, him you yep. know, with like seconds. Mm-hmm. And then this fucking kid, you know, wannabe cop, piece of shit, you know, teenage kid walking around with like a and killed AR. People. You know, and then the cops are giving him water. They're mm-hmm. like, "Thanks for helping us out." And yeah. then, uh, and then later helping. on in the night, and then, yeah, and then later on in the night, shooting two protest, like two protesters, mm-hmm. and well, not shooting two protesters, killing two protesters, and wounding uh, others. Yeah. And I saw, and I guess I, I saw some of the pictures, just of some of the people that got shot that night. And it's horrifying. So I mean that's it's I mean really that sad. and the thing is like this is not this is not opinion. I know this is our opinion part, but this is not those are not opinions. That's actual yeah. fact that happened. You have those facts, take them, do with them what you will. Because if you don't get it now, I'm not sure we can convince you. Yeah. It's just the and that's ex- I think that's the starkest comparison I've seen on why we're talking about the different attitudes. Because mm-hmm. a twelve year old yeah. can't play in a park if he's black 
with a Aerosol. toy, a fake toy gun. Mm-hmm. Right. But a white kid can walk around a protest area with a rifle. With a, with a rifle. Who's clearly there for what? Do, what are you there for? Nefarious reasons. You know, there's who's all bringing the a gun to a protest ma- site like oh. that? Malice. It's just not, malice. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of malice, I, I think that one interesting thing that happened with the hurricane I just saw was there was a Confederate statue in Louisiana that oh, yeah, the gosh. that the that the city voted to keep up even though people were protesting to have it torn down and the hurricane like ripped it out and, <laughs> and broke it. So that is good news. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, that's great. good news. Like, that's yeah. good news. You know? As long as nobody got hurt when it fell. Right. You know, but we assume not because we As long as it we'll, uh, fell on one of the people who voted to keep to keep that's <laughs> fair. You know. You, know. <laughs> you, you get what you asked for, buddy. <laughs> Can we also talk about how this I haven't been paying attention to the RNC. Okay. Because I, well, I can't. Um, I did. N- but it's crazy. Like, you you cannot campaign on like at federal property, oh. and this guy yep. okay. is giving an acceptance speech. Okay, guys, super. Quick. I can't like I can't with those, that. This is one of those things. He just f- he does he is like it is incredible to me his capacity to do whatever he wants, but and nobody like stops boldly him. in the face of laws. And tradition. I said it a couple times. The position of the president has always been occupied, for better or worse, by a gentleman. By, by, by. Yeah. It's like, hey, like I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff I could do, but there people are who respect the position. Right. Donald Trump showed up and said, "What rules actually apply to yeah, me?" Yeah. Come to find out, there are like none. No, there are a lot of. It's a lot of. I mean, Nixon for the most part gave no fucks, but I feel like he even had some limits. Hey, Nixon even <laughs> said, he, "I'm in trouble. I'm leaving." Okay, I'm yeah, stepping I'm down. Out. You guys found out. <laughs> I'm know, a piece like, of shit. Oh, my bad. My huh. bad. <laughs> I gotta go. I was just like day. After By the way, day me and Jeff day. are both holding up peace he signs. signs you know, just like Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Victory. <laughs> Victory. Yeah. But no. I mean, that's you're right. It's it's amazing that he can just maybe he could just break the law. I mean, day after day after day, and it and it invigorates the people who are following him. That's the problem, and that's it's something that I think we need to not stop acknowledging. We stop because he has like like all of this has taken a backseat, rightfully so, to all of the other things going on. But we cannot stop acknowledging that he is disrespecting a. I mean, yeah. what like what this nation stands for? Even I mean, I think even scarier than that. I mean, you could be a you be a crazy person if you don't got no support. It don't matter, you know. He's got he's got some heavy support now. I mean, like it, he's basically we don't want to. I don't think we want to admit it, but he has become almost unstoppable. You know, like he's gotten to a point. It's like shit. How do we stop him for it, real? Yeah, you know, like I what, mean, right now it's that it's really. What do you scary. do? You know, I say. Oh, there's a march on Washington today. Yes, there is. So it's good. That's good news. Yeah. Good for them. Yay. Get out there. Get active. Use those bodies. Hopefully, the bodies are not hurt. Yeah. I'm we sick pray of for your safety. I'm sick of bodies being hurt. Very, yeah. very sick of yeah. bodies being hurt. Okay. None of that was really happy. No, so what, what have did, you been listening to? Okay. <laughs> we haven't moved on to anything happy. <laughs> like, like we're, we're about at the time now that yeah. we need to go. But <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. We tried. We tried. There's um, not a, this week was a rough. Yeah, it was a yeah. little different. It was a little strange. Um, what am I listening to currently? NPR. That's been, uh, <laughs> that's been on my list <laughs> basically all week. So I have, 
once again, I have nothing interesting to say about what I'm listening to. <laughs> um, what have I been listening to? I listen to new music all the time, and now I can't. I, there's nothing like popping into my brain. Oh, no. I'm really enjoying Poppy. Okay. Ah. She's this yeah. strange, almost kind of like experiment in pop music. Mm-hmm. And she had these like really weird videos where she was like, they're just like very strange. Uh, and they yeah. sounded just like pop songs, but if you listen to them, they were kind of dark uh-huh. and okay, weird. Okay. And then you'd watch the music videos and you're like, oh, she's like playing like a robot or something playing like a pop star. Uh, but no, now she types. just had this new album come out cause she kind of broke out of this like toxic relationship with this yeah, guy that her. was just horrible or whatever that was like running her career. And anyway, she came out with this album that's like pop and metal mashed. Oh, all right. Interesting. I it's really that. fucking weird, right. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I've never heard of it. It sounds good to me. You know, we love robots playing people playing <laughs> robots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that sounds good. I, I have nothing <coughs> else. Cool. Mm. Well, thanks for being here, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you, man. All right, everyone. We'll see you next. Well, you'll hear us next Friday. Yeah. Yay. Stay safe out there. Ooh. Heavy.